Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to another edition of the Midweek 30-Minute Refresh right here at New Life 313 Ministries. This is our Life of Excellence program, an outreach ministry of New Life 313 that we bring to you live stream on our Twitter, on our YouTube. Uh, my goodness, uh, we even have a, a podcast of many of these. So I'm glad you're with us today. If you're on your lunch break, we're going to take you 30 minutes and we're going we're gonna to feed your soul. As you're feeding your body, we're going to feed your soul today. And I hope that you will be blessed and encouraged. Once again, this is Pastor Evangelist, uh, um, Senior Lead Minister, whatever name you want to give me, Jay Hurd of New Life 313 Ministries. And I'm honored that you're gathering with us today. Our, our Wednesday morning uh, at 11.30 a.m. are starting to pick up. People are starting to notice it, and they're starting to tune in and get their miracles. Now, we're going to start getting testimonies. Yes, we are. We're going to start getting testimonies of what God is doing in your life through these programs. So continue tuning in, and if you can't, then go back into the archives and, and watch it or download it off of the YouTube and put it on your social media and become an evangelist with us. We want you to evangelize with us. See, right now, a lot of things are going slow. In fact, man, we were supposed to be at different churches preaching throughout the year. That had all been shut down. But you know what? God has opened an opportunity for us to bring the word of God to you. And so that's what we're doing. And I hope you've been encouraged by it. So get your coffee ready if you're just getting ready in the morning. and Or get your lunch menu and set your phone to the side, your tablet to the side. And, and if you're on your lunch break, thank you for spending it with New Life 313 and me. I'm glad that you're here. I'm excited by what we're going to bring. We begin a new study today. That's right. We begin a new study today. I, I taught this study a few years back uh, to a congregation, and, and as I was praying, I was going to do a different study, a four-week study, but God began to speak to my heart. I don't know how long this study will go, but today we're going to talk for a few minutes about prayer. But before we do, we're going to pray, and I'm going to encourage you right now, it, call someone else that you know that's on lunch break. Call them and say, hey, go to newlife313.life and join in with Pastor Evangelist Jay Hurt in the 30-minute refresh. By the time we get done, not only will your flesh be refreshed because of your meal or your power drink, whatever you're taking, but your spirit will be refreshed as well. I believe it with all my heart. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we glorify God for what you're going to do today. We, are, uh, we honor you and we welcome you in, Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, we pray in your mighty, powerful name that the words that we speak today will change lives, will rebuild, restore, renew, and God will confirm, God, that they do have purpose and God, that prayer does change things. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to start today, and as I said, I, I hope I can continue this study, but if I continued it, it would be about an eight-week study, but I want to talk to you about prayer. Man, if there ever was a time that we need prayer, it is today, but I, you know, a lot of people, I was in a restaurant one time. And I looked over and I seen this guy and he was going like this and he was just doing this and then he started doing it a little bit slower and, and I could see his mouth moving and then he went and it opened his eyes and I knew what he was doing. He was praying 
but he was trying to hide the fact that he was praying. And you know, beloved of God, we need to understand, we don't need to hide prayer. Prayer is a powerful tool that the Lord Jesus Christ gave us. Jesus gave the power of prayer to us so we could change lives and change our life and change our spirit. Now today as I begin this study, I, I want to talk to you about first the scientific studies of prayer. Now I'm going to give you some scriptures so don't go, oh Lord, I, I, I failed in science. I don't want to, no, no, no. It's, it's not that kind of study. I'm just going to give you some insight to what the world perceives prayer to be and what we, the church, the believers of God, should perceive prayer to be. In 1872, there was a study done by a man by the name of Francis uh, uh, Galton in England. And he, he studied the statistical analysis of third-party prayer. And he stated that if prayer were really effective, then members of the British royal family would live longer than the average person. Why? Given that tens of thousands of the subjects in England were praying for them, their, their, their well-being every day, then every Sunday when they were going to church, they were being prayed for. The royal family should have an, a, a, just a long life existence. It was said that Francis prayed over randomized places of land and, and, and didn't pray over such, just to see if the crops would grow differently. Well, his, his uh, 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 analysis came back that prayer doesn't really work much. Prayer doesn't change things. And there's a reason being. What was wrong with Mr. Galton's reasoning about prayer? Belief. See, this is key. Prayer and belief go together. Prayer and belief go hand in hand. See, a lot of times we pray out of desperation instead of praying, hallelujah, to the Father out of our, our heart and our sincerity. We pray, oh God, I need a miracle. Oh God, I need a miracle. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Most of the time we do pray is because we need something. But whenever you pray, you ought to face it and you ought to look at it and approach it like this. It is a time of communing between you and God. Yes, we should pray for our needs. Don't get me wrong. Somebody just said, well, brother, what you mean? I've been praying for my needs. Now, you, yes, pray for the needs that you have in your life. Because, but the Bible says, and the Lord shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. So God understands your need. But have you ever just came to pray for him or, or pray to him for someone else? See, Mr. Galton's approach to prayer was wrong. He, he was basically saying, well, if prayer really worked from the third party or even from the first party, that the royal family should be living and not have a problem. And, and, and I went over there and I prayed for that piece of land and I didn't pray for that piece of land, but nothing changed. They, they, they're the same. Because he didn't have belief. You say, oh, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, let me show you something. Jesus said it. Mark eleven twenty four. He said, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire. Now notice what he said there. What things soever you desire. He said when you pray, oh here it comes, believe. That's what he said. When you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now listen, beloved of God, saying you believe in prayer and praying with believing is two different things. 
saying, oh, I believe in prayer, but praying with believing is different. See, beloved of God, I'm sure this scientist, Mr. Galton, was trying to find out the reason that many believed in prayer. He was probably wondering, why do you believe in prayer? I did a study. It doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. It, it, it doesn't change anything. Do you know why he had no belief in his prayer? Every prayer, I pray, every prayer I pray, I believe in it. Even if it doesn't come to pass, I still believe that. God, I believe in Now, why do prayers not come to pass? Now, I'm getting ahead of myself. Why do prayers not come to pass? Well, because many times we pray out of necessity. We pray because we need something right then. And we don't approach prayer as a communion with God, as a conversation with the Father. It's, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. Now, let me, let me just explain it like this. When you're, you were a child and you needed something, like a cookie, you needed something, like a new toy, and you went to your parents and you asked them, asked them, asked them, can I have it? I need this. I want this. I got to have this. Did you always get it? No. And if you did, you were a B-R-A-T. But you know what, beloved of God, I, I've got news for you. There are many prayers that God will not answer because, one, you're, as James said, consuming it on your own lust. Two, you're praying out of a, a, a point uh, or a vantage point of uh, you're looking at it as I need this and I need it now. Where's your belief in this? See, most people can accept prayer for someone else and they can pray for someone else and believe God's going to do it for them. But when it comes to them personally, it's hard for them to believe in their own prayer. You know, many years ago, Connie asked me to pray for something and I prayed. Well, she called me the next day and, and she said, hey, I need you to pray about this again. And I said, no. She said, why you're supposed to that's what you do you know i love how people tell me what i'm supposed to do uh, as a minister and she said but you're supposed to and i said look we've already prayed and i believe in my prayers and 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 i believe what i prayed and and, and so let's praise god now let's praise him for that and you know now connie will tell people the same thing i believe in my prayer we've already prayed now let's praise god for it see that's where belief comes in Jesus said, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. And see, so many people, they, they pray, and they, they, they pray like they were praying, now lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep, if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. But that's not how prayer is. Prayer is a conversation between you and God. That's why the word of God said there are some prayers that come out with moaning and groaning which cannot be uttered, but because it's a spiritual prayer. So Jesus proved that Mr. Galton's reasoning was wrong. He thought if you just pray, oh, Heavenly Father, we ask that, Lord, you touch the royal family. Well, they're going to live forever. I pray over these crops that they'll grow, over this one they won't. Well, I, he was just wanting to find out what was going to happen. But see, Jesus brought prayer and belief together. You say, okay, brother, I have believed when I prayed and nothing has happened. What kind of prayer was it, though? What kind of attitude towards that prayer was it? What was your attitude when you first went to prayer, during the prayer, and after your prayer? See, so many of us, you know what? I, 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 when I give something to people, 
if they're not grateful for it, I always think, well, maybe I shouldn't give them something again, but I'll do it again. I'll try to give them something again. And you know, so many times we, we, we face God like that. We come to God begrudgingly. God, I'm praying, Lord, because the Lord, I believe. And then inside you're saying, because that's what I'm told I have to do. Well, God can hear you the intents of your heart. God does hear every prayer that's prayed. Some prayers aren't answered because it's not time. Some prayers are not answered because the moment is not there. Some prayers are not answered because God is saying, if I answer that prayer, I cannot complete the plan for your life. Believe in your prayers no matter what. Even if they don't come to pass, still believe that when you talk to God, hallelujah, it's still good. So let me show you. See, if we will believe in our prayers, we can see great things happen. Did you know even when an unbeliever stands in a field and prays for increase just to see if it will happen, they're going to be disappointed. See, but when you pray sincerely, that's where your belief comes in. So now, fast forward over 100 years later, and there was a, 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 a scientist, Randolph Bird, and he went to 393 patients in San Francisco General Hospital and he looked at their health rates and he began to look at their different levels of health and and he began to look at them and list them as good intermediate or very bad or very bad scoring them good intermediate very bad and then he got a prayer group and then he noticed that those who were a part of a third party prayer group their health improved quicker or their recovery was sooner than those who did not. And those who were a part of the prayer group, they would get their healings where the others would not. Now, based on his data, there seemed to be an effect that the effect of prayer on patients' ability to recover was greater than that of those who did not pray course many fellow scientists you know they dismissed the results and and they said you know it was just you know pure coincidence however 10 years later another scientist took mr bird's findings and tweaked them and went and studied them again and he came out and he said straightforward prayer does help prayer does make things better church I'm here today to tell you, and I'm trying not to get excited, but I'm excited about prayer. This is a, a Wednesday morning, so let's just calm down here. But prayer will change things in your life. There is scientific proof that prayer changes. In fact, let me say this. This is what they found out about Mr. Bird's study. Intercessory prayer produced a measurable improvement in the medical outcomes of critically ill patients. And it suggests that prayer can be an effective added to the standard practice of medicine. Prayer can be an effective addition. Oh, hallelujah. Can you imagine if we would learn to pray again? If we would learn as children of God to pray again. Oh, we, we, we could change directions of lives. We can move the mountains and obstacles that are in our way out of our way. 
We could see souls saved and we could see our, our bank accounts grow. We could see our bodies whole. We could see our families renewed. We could see our spirits restored. We could see our churches grow. We could see our, our country Hallelujah. Brought to the knees of repentance. We could see the land healed. We could see the viruses defeated. Why? Because of prayer. God wants us to learn to pray. See, let me show you something. 1 Corinthians, <coughs> excuse me, the second chapter, the 10th through the 14th verse. 1 Corinthians, it says this. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. See, that's what prayer's about. Prayer's about communing with God in the Spirit and in the, the knowledge of who He is. And it said, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? In other words, who can understand the things of man? Man can, man, you know, hey, because we can understand. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God knows the things of God. Now we have received, verse 12, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things do we speak? Not in the words of which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Now, do you understand that? You think, well, brother, you just lost me. No, no, no. Let me, under, let me explain this to you. Beloved of God, so many times we approach prayer scientifically. See, the scientific view looks at uh, prayer and the things of prayer analytically. I need to analyze this. I need to see why this is happening. But when we come to God in the spirit and we begin to uh, approach him in faith, we begin to pray spiritually. God needs us to separate the, the flesh from the spirit. When you go to God and pray, don't pray from, oh God, my flesh needs you to do this. No, you need to pray, oh God. See, there's another lesson if the Lord will allow me to continue this. It's called, Lord, teach us to pray. I want to teach you. Hallelujah. What Jesus said, Lord, teach us to pray. See, God has a, a way that he has taught us to pray. It's a communing with him. He wants us just to come to him and talk, to pray. Sometimes you may cry when you pray. Whew, I've been there. Sometimes you may shout when you pray. I've been there. Sometimes you may just get there and go, oh God, oh God. It's not a cry, it's not a shout, it's a moaning and a groaning coming out of you because your spirit is speaking to God for you. So where does it say? The man cannot understand the things of the spirit. That's what Paul is saying here in 1 Corinthians 2. It says, man knoweth the things of man, the spirit, the things of the spirit. And no man can know the things of God if they're doing it in the natural. That's what the first scientist was doing. He was looking at it in the natural, not in belief. The second scientist, he was showing belief in your prayer. Belief in your prayer. Belief in your prayer can be added to what other medical uh, uh, um, treatment we're giving you. God wants you to understand. Oh, 
have I had prayers not answered? Oh, yes, I have. Oh, I've had a lot of prayers not answered. And, but you say, what'd you do? I just prayed again. And if one prayer didn't get answered, I prayed, I prayed another way. I just, you say, well, did your prayers not get answered because of your unbelief? Sometimes, yes, it did. Sometimes this boy right here, I, I didn't believe what I was praying. I was just praying out of desperation. Or I was praying out of need or I was praying out of, I, I, I wanted God to do something and I wanted God to do it right then. But there are times that I prayed and I've seen miracles happening. Let me, let me just explain one time. I, I was praying. And, 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 and I'll tell you what I was praying for. I have a tendency to lose my keys a lot. I can set my keys right here uh, on this table. I can give it to that person back there. And, and, and within a matter of moments, I'll forget where I put my keys. I don't know what it is with me and keys. But, but I can forget my keys. And <clears throat> I set my keys down and I needed to be somewhere. I needed to be somewhere and I, I could not find my keys. And I'm going around going, oh, I can't believe this. I'm, I'm just going around complaining and I stopped. I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, why don't you ask me where your keys are? Now you're going to say, oh, brother, you're one of those people. I guess I am because I stopped. I felt that in my spirit. I felt the Lord speak to me. Why don't you ask me where your keys are? And you know what I did? I prayed. And I said, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, you know I need to be there. Now, God, I need my keys. Lord, show me where my keys are. I stand before you. It wasn't one minute later. All of a sudden, I felt the Spirit of the Lord say, go into that room and look down. I went in that room and looked down, and there my keys were right there. They were sitting right there. You say, oh, that's coincidence. You can think that, but I believe it was the prayer and the power of prayer. You say those things don't happen. Well, you, you need to read the book of 2 Kings where, where they, they had an ax head fall into the water and the young man cried out. He said, I borrowed this and now I broke it. And the man of God said, show me where it was. And they showed him and the man of God put a stick in there and prayed and all of a sudden the ax head swam up and they grabbed it. He said, I'll put it back on there and fix it. See, beloved of God, do you have prayer when you can't see things that's when belief happens oh i can pray for that new car because i can see it i can pray for that new house because i can see it i can pray hallelujah for the new the, the building for the ministry because i can see it but what about when you can't see it when you can't find it when you don't know which road to turn down oh beloved of god all you have to do is pray and believe let me share one more time with you talking about this man i i was praying and I, and I got in my car in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We were going to have a revival. And there was people there wanting to have revival. They wanted to have a church founded. So I was going to help them find, uh, found or, or uh, 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 do a church plant. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. Do a church plant. And, and so I, I got in my car and I prayed. I said, Lord Jesus. I need your direction. Holy Spirit, guide me. Guide this car and show me the right building. As I stand here today, the Lord God is my witness. Hallelujah. I got in my car and I began to drive. I felt turn this way, turn that way, turn this way. And I got to a, a street, 9th Street, and I felt the Spirit of the Lord say, turn. And I turned and there was a church building sitting there. It had grown up all around it. It had weeds all around it. It had trash behind it. So I, I, I tried to knock on the door. Nobody was there. 
Then, then I went across the street and knocked on the door and someone told me who, where I could find the, the pastor of that church. About that time, here come a young man out of the back of the church who was doing video for them. He said, were you knocking on the door? I said, yes. I said, is this building being used? He said, well, we use it usually on Sunday mornings sometimes. He said, but it used to be our school, but we don't have it anymore. Beloved of God, Within a matter of days, we were in that church. Within a matter of days, no money down. We didn't have to pay any money to get in. We went in and we founded and planted that church. And 11 months later, I was, I, I was happily to turn it over to another pastor. And that's another praise report right there. But you know what, beloved of God? I had prayed and boom, 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 God led me. See, that's the thing. Jesus said, praying, believing. When you pray, believe and you shall receive whatsoever you pray. Right now, I'm praying for something for this ministry right now. I'm believing God for it. It's not a small, it's not a small prayer. It's a big prayer, but I'm not giving up on it. I'm praying for it. I'm believing for it. Have I seen it even starting to come to materialize? No, but every time I think of it, I praise God for it. And I encourage you today, begin to pray. Begin to seek God. You say, well, I've prayed and, and no prayers have happened. No prayers have come to pass. I've prayed and nothing's happened for me. Well, beloved of God, pray again. Pray believing. See, even Jesus prayed for a blind man and he prayed and laid hands on him and, and, and Jesus said, what do you see? And the blind man said, I see men as they were trees. They were disfigured and they were large and they were out of view and Jesus put his hand on him again and prayed and said, now what do you see? He said, I see men like they should be. Beloved of God, believe in your prayers. Now, I'm not talking about <laughs> believing, God, I want them to give me their house. God, I want them to get out of that so I can have their home. No, I'm talking about believing for the right things. What do you need in your life today? There are scientific studies that have proven that prayer works. I didn't even get halfway through this message. See, once again, science has tried to prove the power of prayer on a scientific level. They begin by saying that you have to have an open mind and, and, you know, mind over matter. But in reality, it's the spirit over the flesh. See, Mark eleven twenty three, it says, hallelujah, or eleven twenty four. believe when you pray. Now, beloved of God, there's, when you read Mark 11, uh, 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 22, 23, and 24, you'll see four words that Jesus said before he began to tell them to believe in prayer and speak unto this mountain, it shall be removed. Verse 22, he said, have faith in God. That's what's going to change things in your life is faith in God. Friend, what is it that you've been praying for that you haven't seen come to pass yet? Please don't be discouraged and don't give up on it. Please don't say, I don't believe in prayer anymore because I haven't seen it work. Hold on to God. Keep praying. Have faith in God. Prayer does work. It's worked in my life. Have I had some prayers that haven't come to pass? Yes, beloved. But it hadn't stopped me from believing in my prayers. It hadn't stopped me from believing and receiving prayers from other people. Beloved, have faith in God today. God does hear you and God does want to answer your prayer. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you were with us today. We're going to continue the message of prayer on next week's program. But I'm glad that you were with us today. It was an honor to have you today. Thank you for being a part of New Life 313 in this midweek 30-minute refresh. 
I want to encourage you. God does hear your prayers. He will answer your prayers. He will give you a breakthrough. Don't be discouraged. Don't give up. I know the, the unanswered prayers can hurt. And I know they can bother us. But beloved, God hears every cry of your heart. And if you don't know Jesus today, or maybe you're struggling spiritually. You've been in church, but you're just struggling because of things happening. Maybe you've been discouraged because you haven't prayed, seen your prayers answered. God's going to change everything for you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak over everyone viewing today. Bless them. Prosper them. And God, increase their faith and their belief that you do hear them when you pray. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you were with us today. Write to us today. Hallelujah. New Life, 313-8177 South Harvard Avenue, number 303, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74137. Go to newlife313.life. Hit our connect button. Connect with us. Email us. If you need prayer, we're here to pray for you. Until next time, remember, this is New Life 313 Ministries. We are rebuilding lives, restoring hope, renewing vision. And friend, your prayers and you do have a purpose. We love you. God bless.